Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, my friends. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor of the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. The fight for election integrity continues, and it is a fight we cannot afford to lose. Some weird new revelations about COVID-19 and the vaccines. Tucker interviews Alex Jones. Wow. The fight is on, O Christian soldier. Globalist assault on the world targets the United States. Arizona is becoming active. Many African illegals have breached the border. And I got a picture here of them strolling down the middle of a street. Watchers are warning Arizonians to lock their doors. Others are taking more aggressive action. Forming militias, friends. Combine this with the increasing reports of Chinese military-aged men crossing our borders and many on the terrorist watch list getting through. And, uh, well, what do you think is coming? Biden pressured Visa, MasterCard, and American Express to track all arms purchases made by Americans. And they went along with this. It looks like Biden is preparing for war, not against America's enemies, but against America. Okay, my friends, uh, there's a whole lot more in here. It's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. Okay, I'm looking at all this information over, and I'm probably going to end up centering this show pretty much on Tucker, uh, inter- Tucker's interview with Jones. But uh, anyway, that interview provides context, really, for literally everything that's going on in this country right now, and in the world, really. The fight for election integrity continues, and it is, as I said, a fight we got to win. Now, I'm reading Rigged, how the media, big tech, and the Democrats seized our elections, it's by author of Justice on Trial, Molly Hemingway. That's a fortunate name for an author. What do you think? Uh, it's an informative book, and it's helpful in preparing my upcoming book, Elections or Selections, The People's Right of Consent. Hemingway hardly touches the Dominion voting machine issue, and I think she glosses over it. Nevertheless, as I've said many times a while back, while it has been proved that the machines can and have been used to flip votes, and they are calibrated uh, to steal elections or can be calibrated to steal elections, it's not possible to get away with that without a massive cover-up operation that involves maneuvers like, well, 2,000 mules, stuffing absentee uh, ballots and the drop boxes paid for by Facebook's Zuckerberg, uh, ballots that were not duly authorized, by the way, also uh, being filled in by machine. Yeah, Uh, All of this has been proved. Uh, The machine side of the steel has connections to CCP, uh, Chinese Communist Party, Germany, Italy. But the cover-up is an American operation. I mean, well, except for the ballots that we we had shipped in from Chinese uh, printers. Anyway, Chinese Communist Party uh, printers. All of that will come out in my book. What I do is present only what has been proved. Uh, That is, what we know for sure. But the really interesting part of my book will be the biblical insights showing the people's right of consent 
is a biblical principle. It's a divinely endowed right of the people. The latest thing to come out about the machines is the claim that they are scrupulously tested before each election. And, uh, well, that's a sham. Oh, they're tested. <laughs> a sampling of the machines is, uh, are tested anyway uh, before each election. But, uh, but the fact is, the standards against which they're tested date back to 2005, friend, uh, or at the latest, 2014. Technology has kind of changed since then. You know what I mean? I mean, it was flip, flip phones in 2005. It's iPhones now, and the change is, well, dramatic. Uh, <laughs> the capacity of thumb drives to carry data uh, has gone from, what, 200 megabytes, and that was something, to terabytes now. Uh, code degrades over time. It's corruptible. No financial institution would trust machines used for computing that were not totally secure with multiple levels of independent testing and verification. So, you know, when you get done with it, looking at this issue, you discover that the voting machines really are not actually tested. I mean, they say they are. I get it. They're liars, though. They, they, you're so sick of this crowd. Uh, the fact is, the machines we depend upon are not actually tested against any standard that would provide security for our elections. And that's on purpose. The vulnerable spots in the debate about the voting machines is the manuals that clearly show vulnerabilities are there, the ones they keep denying. I mean, that, that literally explain how to manipulate the tabulators. And then the lie that they are meaningfully tested before each election. And then the claim that there are no modems installed in the machines. And, well, just ask them for a look under the hood and watch what happens. Oh, and uh, by the way, demand they give you a look at the routers, too. Yeah. The people's right of consent is sacred. It comes from God. We must demand that right be respected. They work for us, friend. We've got to tell them to get rid of those machines. We don't want them. Uh, that we don't trust them any more than we trust the mainstream media. <laughs> or the establishment media, the government medical establishment, or the COVID vaccine, for that matter. Now, look, I'm looking at some pictures taken from a microscope examining COVID-19 on a slide that reveal some really disturbing structures that really do not appear to be biologic. See for yourself. You can check out this link. I keep hearing about the discovery of some human-designed nanomachines that are being found in the virus exposed to the vaccines. Yeah, it's very unsettling. Now, here's a fellow that back in 2021 got his first jab and then the follow-up booster. And he started feeling not so good after the first jab. It was after the booster that he began to get really sick. And this increased over time until finally the guy was hospitalized where they extracted multiple very large blood clots out of his lungs. And you've probably been following this. If you haven't been, you should be. Uh, the blood clotting issue is a big, big problem. With, uh, that's following these vaccines. You heard perhaps that the New Zealand tech responsible for programming the payment program for Pfizer jabs, uh, he started looking at the data. He had access to all of it, and he discovered an unusually high percentage of fully vaccinated New Zealanders were dying from the shot. When he blew the whistle on this, the New Zealand police went to his home and arrested him, and now he's facing seven years imprisonment. Why? simply revealing public information to the public. I mean, the public owns this stuff. I, 
I guess that's the way New Zealand works. New Zealand is in full-blown panic now that Barry Young is his name, blew the lid on how many in New Zealand are dying within a week or two after they get the shot. And then in South Korea, a massive study of the COVID-19 vaccinated, including millions in the database, found, quote, increased risk of blood abnormalities, end quote, from the mRNA vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, mostly Pfizer. And it recommends careful observation after the vaccination. People are waking up, friend. Prime Minister in Slovakia took a stand. He called the uh, World Health Organization's pandemic treaty nothing but nonsense, quote, invented by greedy pharma companies, end quote. He pointed out that, quote, one study after another confirms the scandalous consequences of mass vaccination with untested experimental vaccines, end quote. So we're under attack from within our own government, friend. There's no time to go into it here, but Many have identified ways to help you combat the spike protein that causes the COVID infection and that is used by the vaccine to combat it. According to a reputable study published by Epoch Times titled, Triple Vaccinated More Likely Than Unvaccinated to Get Symptomatic COVID-19. And I have the link here. If you want some insight into all of this and what to do to protect yourself, I recommend you see Sarah Green at HolisticSarahPA.com. She'll explain what's going on with the spike protein and what you can do about it. Go to HolisticSarahPA.com and set up an appointment, just as if your life depended upon it, because it, it might. Uh, if you've had COVID or taken the jab, you need to have a talk with Sarah. Go to HolisticSarahPA.com or contact me and I'll text or email her office contact information. Hold on to the break, my dear friends. I'll be right back. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mask controversy with science and scripture answers two questions. Do they work? Answer, no. The second question answered by this important book is what does the scripture say about mask mandates? You'll get amazing clarity on questions like what are the limits of human government and how do we know when to stand our ground against government intrusion into our natural rights? Learn the biblical basis for resisting government intrusion into our medical choices, why our body does not belong to the government and that God appointed to the individual responsibility for its care. That giving this to the government is literally to put government in the place of God. Don't replace the divine right of kings with the divine right of government. Get this book and get the truth that will make you free. Go to GodsWar2020.com. The Devil Beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor of the Lighthouse, your brain bazaar, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter, lighting the lamps in the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941, lately observed, a day that will go down in infamy, said our president then, Franklin Delano. Did you know there are several conspiracy theories about Pearl Harbor that are similar to the main outlines of those regarding 9-11? We had to fight World War II. There's no question about that. It might have been the last just war, as a matter of fact. But it's a scandal and a shame and a blight if Pearl was purposely allowed to happen in order to galvanize Americans to support our entry into the war? There are many good reasons to justify our entry into that war. Now, this does not mean the Pearl attack was not nefarious and, in fact, cowardly and deserving of scorn and retaliation. Uh, the fact the attack was allowed 
was itself an attack on us, but that came from our own government. We're getting used to that, aren't we? Now, get tired of it, too. It's time to put a stop to it. Real consequences will be faced by those culpable either before the judgment seat of Christ or the great white throne. But it does not lessen the guilt of that generation of Japanese imperialists in the same way nothing justifies the acceptance of slavery on the part of any American at any time in her history, or abortion for that matter, here or anywhere else in the world for that matter. One Japanese naval air commander, Mitsu Fushida, who participated in the attack on Pearl Harbor, and he led the first wave of bomber and fighter planes, by the way, that attacked at 7.40 a.m. December 7, 1941. And he was the guy that sent the flare-up that uh, signaled the attack should begin. And he's the guy that ordered his radio operator to announce Tora, 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 signaling to the fleet that they had achieved complete surprise in their attack. He survived midway and was tasked to inspect Hiroshima after the big boy was dropped, and he was the only inspector to escape death by radiation poisoning. Later, when he had met up with his Japanese flight engineer, whom had been presumed dead, but it turned out had been taken prisoner by the Americans, well, he was shocked from him to learn how well the engineer was treated as a prisoner of war in America. When Fushida learned about the Christian lady whose parents had been killed by Japanese during the war uh, that was tasked to treat his former engineer, that she behaved with such kindness and generosity that uh, Fushida became intrigued and he decided to investigate Christianity. Well, the long and short of this is he became an evangelist who preached the gospel all over America, and I believe he also went into Japan. Fushida, in some ways, illustrates that promise of Christmas. On earth, peace, goodwill toward men. A friend, if you have not viewed the Tucker interviews with Alex Jones, I strongly recommend you do so. Now, here's the link to the full interview. And wow, the fight is on, old Christian soldier. The globalist assault on the world is targeting the United States, and their U.S. puppet, Biden, is preparing for war, um, not with America's enemies, but with America. And I've only got time to touch on this. And to set the table for it, let's talk about the Tucker Jones interview. Now, I listened to it through twice. Now, I'm not going to take you through the entire 90-minute interview, but we'll look at some highlights, and I'll give you just the gist the substance or general meaning of of, uh, the interview. Tucker was deeply impressed by Jones' prediction of 9-11. It's on record, by the way. Alex Jones recorded on July 21st, 2001, quote, we know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners. He referenced the Baltimore Sun. Or if you let some terrorists do it, like the World Trade Center, uh, we will know who to blame. And if it wasn't an outside threat, like, a, and he uses air quotes here, Bin Laden, who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, uh, he's the boogeyman they need, end quote. Anyway, in the course of that, I think he's a three-hour discussion on that issue, uh, Jones talked about airliners flying into the World Trade Center and then blaming Osama Bin Laden, and he did all that in July of 2001, and he even said, it would likely happen in about mid-September. That's uncanny. Now, Alex explained it was a prediction based on, a, on hundreds of data points that all came together uh, creating this image in his mind. 
one document he referred to was the PNAC document. Now, PNAC, P-N-A-C, refers to the Project for the New American Century. And it's a think tank tasked to lay out a plan to project American power into the upcoming century. They began in 1997. They dissolved the uh, PNAC uh, in 2006, believing they had achieved their goals. Hmm. The paper they produced laying out their plan for American dominance in the next century was called Rebuilding America's Defenses, Strategies, Forces, and Resources for a New Century. Now, half the members of, of that PNAC group became part of the Bush administration. And it turns out, the Bush administration's agenda was to implement the PNAC plan. The plan includes some dramatic changes in the way Americans experience liberty and freedom. It implements a virtual police state. The plan concluded with a disturbing statement. Quote, the process of transformation, even if it brings revolutionary change, is likely to be a long one, absent some catastrophic and catalyzing event, like a new Pearl Harbor, end quote. A whole lot of other chatter that Jones picked up about the Joint Chiefs of Staff talking about using airlines for an attack that would galvanize Americans behind their PNAC plant, and chatter about activities going on with Osama bin Laden, who lined up with all this, who was indeed an American-educated engineer and recruited CIA asset in the 80s. So Jones put all this together and some more, and he predicted that a terrorist attack involving airlines flying into the World Trade Center was being planned and would probably happen in mid-September of 2001, and that the Bush administration would allow it to happen as a, quote, new Pearl Harbor, end quote, moment for America in order to justify putting into place the PNAC plan to implement a virtual police state in America. You know, where you're arrested without probable cause and your property seized and searched every time you get on a federal, uh, in a federal airport trying to get on a plane or walk into a federal building. Now, Alex explained that he noticed media at that time was talking about how life was going to change in America. The Rand Corporation, the Pentagon, all chattering about something's going to happen. And anyway, Jones explained it is not mysterious. It was a prediction based on hundreds of data points, which, when assembled, convinced Jones the Bush administration was planning to allow 9-11 as a pretext to implement, for example, TSA uh, agents groping pat-downs. Yeah, hey, San Luis Obispo Airport, I'll never use your airport again until you fire that queer that groped me the last time I flew out of your airport. Now, Alex, it's my opinion about that whole thing, all right? Alex challenged his listeners to use uh, the White House number, which he provided, to call and explain that we know what you're about to do, that a terrorist attack using airlines flying into the World Trade Center to stage a Pearl Harbor event. And if it happens, we will know what you've done. I wonder if anybody actually used the number and made the call. And now it looks like another major Jones prediction is unfolding. Alex talked about reading the Rockefeller Foundation's uh, report titled Operation Lockstep, in which they describe using a virus to bring in a one-world government, an implementation of world medical ID, something the World Health Organization is talking about right now. Uh, and this, uh, this paper talked about a social credit score system, and that they would make people wear masks out of fear. 
that they would shut down sporting events. And, and Alex said stuff like that. And I'm going to assume that includes shutting down the churches as they attempted to do. And by this means, they would phase in their new tyranny. You know, the one Schwab talks about, where you'll, what, live in a 250-square-foot house that Alex calls a coffin house uh, in 15-minute cities where you walk everywhere, no cars for the plebes, you know. You'll eat bug protein and live in a 100% surveillance state, uh, and then a lot more. And, as Schwab says, where you'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we are living in the fulfillment of that right now, or in r the ramp to that leads to that fulfillment. But it's really just listening to what these elitists are telling you. You know, when they declare their intentions, they lay out their plans, expecting the people to be too lazy or too incredulous or both to pay any attention to them. And they've been right in the main. Uh, Alex said he's currently reading MIT reports of Pentagon scientists making projections about a future where the earth will no longer be dominated by humans. Rather, it will be controlled by transhumans or robots. They'll put smart dust in our food that will be used to create an electromagnetic connection they can use to manipulate behavior. Yeah, I've been reading about some of that stuff. It's really quite, uh, quite intriguing in an ominous sort of way. It's wild stuff. Now, I have to wrap up today's show, so I'm going to talk about it some more during the brain massage live on Saturday night. So, wow, the fight is on, old Christian soldier, and we need soldiers. The globalist assault on the world targets the United States, and, and their U.S. puppet Biden is preparing for war, but not with America's enemies, with America. Now, I consider the evidence, what, what little bit we have time to look at. Take the open borders. What do you suppose that's all about? And of course, it's multi-layered, but one of the main purposes, it appears, is to allow our enemies to embed their soldiers into our neighborhoods where they create what we call terrorist cells. Uh, but the CCP is planting Chinese Communist Party soldiers in our neighborhoods. We know many Hezbollah and Hamas terrorists uh, have entered into our country through our porous borders. No, really, look, look at these news articles that I've footnoted here, and it's, it's documented. We know this is going on. FBI, and as much as you can trust them, uh, has verified this. Now, here's an article telling us a large, of a, about a large group of young African men crossing our border illegally in Arizona. And here's a picture of them strolling down the middle of the street just as bold as you please. Now, well, watchers of all this are warning Arizonians to lock their doors. But others are taking more aggressive action. Now, here's a breaking report. Independent militia spotted and confirmed by Border Patrol in Lukeville, Arizona, where mass illegal crossings have been taking place. Uh, America's border policy is so bad, citizens are now forming militias to, uh, to respond to this because Biden's administration is just simply not doing it. Combine this with the increasing reports we are receiving about Chinese military-aged men crossing our border illegally. And you can see footnotes 17, 18, and 19 in my notes to get some more information on that. Uh, Biden is inviting enemy combatants into our country. Uh, Biden pressured Visa, MasterCard, and American Express to track all arms purchases, and they went along with this. Yeah, so Americans are being tracked now when they make a purchase of a firearm with their credit card. So using something called MCC, or Merchant Category Codes, that have been used for a long time to track purchases of certain items and all that, uh, but they weren't connected to the buyer until now. 
Biden wants credit card companies to track purchases of firearms by credit card. Everything Biden is doing is, is, is obviously in support of an invasion on America. It looks like Biden's preparing for war. And it appears he's not preparing for war against our enemies. He seems to be on their side. Uh, Biden is building and funding his army with this, uh, this uh, uh, migration business. You understand that Iran funds Hezbollah and through Hezbollah funds Hamas? Yeah. And the Iranian mullahs are now openly bragging about this. And you know, Obama and his administration, and Biden has continued it, uh, has supported Iran enriching our enemies, turning over billions of dollars of munitions uh, over to their power, giving billions of dollars to them. It's like everything Biden does serves in one way or the other to weaken us and strengthen our enemies. We need to be willing to see what's in front of us. Open your eyes and just see what's there. Uh, the next election is critical. We need to return the right of consent to the people in order to stop all this and finally fully, really just drain that swamp. I've lit the lamps of the Church Belfry Arch. You let me know you see they're on. Email me by going to our website at brainmassage.net. That's brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button. Send me an email. And it's lights on if you agree and lights off if you disagree. You can leave a message for me on our listener response hotline. 805-314-2114. God bless you. God bless America. God save California. And I'll see you in Masks church. don't protect against viral infection. In fact, they make matters worse, and they signal surrender of your bodily autonomy to the government. If you insist on wearing one, make sure it's white, because you're raising the white flag of surrender to oppression. Does the Bible support a government mask mandate? Government did not create our body, and it does not have the authority to regulate our right to breathe. They say follow the science, but scientists disagree about public masking. The Bible speaks of science falsely so-called. We should indeed follow true science. This book examines mask mandates from science and the Bible. 964 scientific articles examined. Zero support for masks. And scriptures make it clear. Government authority is limited. It doesn't have the right to interfere with our natural right to decide medical interventions or inalienable rights God has endowed to every human being. Science says the masks don't work. The scripture says government has no authority to interfere with your right to breathe. Get 20% off at booklocker.com using this discount code. Save 20. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the Mass Controversy with Science and the Scripture is also available at barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com, Amazon, and elsewhere. Everyone agrees the word powers in Romans 13 refers to governments. Did you know that the same apostle who told us to submit to the powers in Romans 13 told us to wrestle against powers in Ephesians 6? Check it out. It's the same word, folks. There is a time to obey and a time to resist. In Let My People Breathe, Dr. Jerry Scheidbach explains why we must resist mask and vaccine mandates. Biden's mandates are an overreach of his authority, and we have an obligation to wrestle against these illegal and immoral mandates. This little book of only 140 pages is huge in content, addressing concerns related to masks, of course, but the implications go way beyond the mask debate and touch fundamentally on the limited role of government in our lives and on our responsibilities to it. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mass controversy with science and scripture might be the biggest little book you've ever read.
The science of a brain massage. The brain masseur uses words like fingers to massage your gray matter, forming insights in the mind that stimulate the pituitary to signal the adrenal to release nonepirephrine neurotransmitters and to fire these neurons through the sympathetic nervous system affecting the heart. The skilled brain masseur uses incisive logic to arrest our attention and nuanced razor-sharp rhetoric to cut away the tangled knots in our brains. When these knots are removed, the electrical impulse of stimulating insights fire the neurotransmitters so they can leap the synopse gaps. This generates a sparkling effect in the brain that can cause the countenance of a brain massage listener to glow. Additionally, sudden outbursts of energy caused by the release of glucose throughout the body increases the heart rate, while the pituitary gland in the brain releases all five types of dopamine at once. And this creates that sense of euphoria experienced by many brain massage listeners. And that's the science of a brain massage. Hey, you want to talk to the brain masseur? Leave your message on the listener response hotline. Call 805-314-2114. Your next brain massage is scheduled for Saturday at 12 noon and Sunday at 7 a.m.